Hey, stranger. Hey, stranger. It's been a long time. It's been a while since we've sat in these chairs, this hollowed ground with these microphones. Oh, yeah. And actually, like, talk. Because we did an interview yeah. last week that was... And the week before. And, and the week before, which was incredible. So we've much fun. We've just been booked we, and busy. We've been booked and busy, but we haven't actually, like, had a chance to, like, sit and, t- like, chat and reconnect. Touch base. Touch base, yeah. Because it's funny because we don't really talk to each other no. outside of the show because no. we, if, we, if we do, we have nothing to talk about when we get yeah. here. So... Like, we text... Do we? We no, text we, we well, occasionally. We'll send each other funny? like memes or like, like on Instagram. Ver- like maybe once every few months we'll hang out. Yeah. Like we oh. went and saw the Super Mario's Brother that movie. That was really fun. And that what was a good is, time. okay, I know it's a children's movie, but why do people is bring- Is Bowser so sexy? No, I'm saying why are ch- why are parents bringing these screaming, crying, coughing children into the movie theater? They should be banned. Anytime I hear I a digress, baby wailing a in public, movie. it just makes me want to like shoot See, myself See, this is what head. happens. <laughs> We don't really want to shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> yeah, baby. It's just so grating. I just, like, I just, like, I'm missing the mothering instinct where, yeah, like, a baby cries yeah. and I feel bad for them. I'm just, like... Disney World? Will you shut the fuck up? Because I went to Florida and I haven't even told you about my trip at all. No, you haven't told me about your trip at all. The children everywhere. Oh, my God. You went to Disney Full World, of right? germs. Yeah, because you went to Disney World. See, this so is what luck. happens why we don't talk because we get on, like, tangents about now we're talking about children and, and their displacement in society. <laughs> Are they contributing? Are they? What are they contributing? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Parasites. Taking our resources yeah. and giving nothing back? <laughs> I swear to God, all those kids running around <laughs> that needed to be leashed. Yeah. Like, my parents did the little backpack leashes for us. I never had that. But I think it's a great idea. And honestly, it is. Yeah, because you can just it. yank them. Yeah. Like, they're running. Could you imagine a little four-year-old? Like, and then just <laughs> and yank just, them. Ugh, and they just, just like... Just, they just Flying knock back. Out, yeah. Knock out. Yeah. yeah. Um, RKO that shit. Disney World was hot and I humid. Bet. I did I everything. We went there. We were there for one day. I went with a couple of friends from work. We stayed in Florida for like 10 days. We were so down cool. in Delray Beach. We drove up to uh, Orlando. And then we spent like 10 hours in the park. And then we stayed in a hotel and we drove back the next day. So we did it oh my all God, in one day. That's crazy. Money, that's dedication. The money I spent. Oh, and you can't get away. I like spent like $7. Oh, yeah. I spent, when I went to Disneyland for my 21st birthday, I there, spent I've never so been to Galaxy's Edge. It's so cool. But How much that, money did you spend? Oh my god! I spent. I've bought like lightsabers. Hundreds of dollars. I literally spent like three hundred fifty dollars oh, just on easy, lightsabers, easy. and then I built a droid, and then I got food and drinks. Oh, we got the food. It's wild. I got different souvenirs. Like it was crazy. I spent so magnets. Much you gotta buy the magnets, the mugs. I have I a, a. I got a cute little cup that's like it's got all the little droids on it. I have my Space Mountain mug. Right Which there. I did not know what that was. That I was, was like, like, did someone die 30, in those their $40? ashes? Like, yeah, that's a that's an urn. <laughs> that's an urn. <laughs> it could be. It really could. Don't you want your ashes? It's not an urn. urn. It's a space mountain mug with a lid. Why does it have a lid? What? Who is going to drink out of that? Try to take a sip out of that. You're going to spill. I did it. I did it. It I guarantee if there was water in there, it would have spilled. You know what? Next time I'm going to fill it up with tea so that I can prove to you. And then I'll let you spill the tea as I drink the tea out of the mug that you just respected. I think it looks cool. I mean, I didn't know what it yeah. was when I saw it, but it's a cool, it's an interesting concept, but like, it's not a practical mug in any way. It's oh, definitely a sit on the shelf and I, mug. I, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I also have a very important update that happened okay. while in Florida sure. because I thought, let me, you know, use my connections here because I'm in Florida. Carol Baskin is in Florida. Oh my God. You know, big cat rescue is in Florida, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just thought I'm going to send her an email. This is the this is like the Disney Channel TTI the time I emailed Carol Baskin, um, and, I, <laughs> and I emailed her and I was just like I, I wrote this really nice email to her asking if the park was open how are the animals doing how have you been since we had you on the show because we interviewed Carol Baskin last mm-hmm. year 
Yeah, was last year, year the year before. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was a whenever highlight. it was twenty twenty. Whenever the big ho- the big hype was, I think for Tiger. No, King. it was twenty twenty one because the second season had come out. Oh yes, it was. Thank yeah, you. There we go. So we just had to get that straight. So I sent her this really nice like three paragraph email. Just, I mean, really nice. You know, asking her if the zoo's open, can we come visit? If it is, you know, how are the animals? You know, I've so appreciated. She put us on the Big Cat Rescue newsletter, so like we get personal emails from her with updates and stuff like that. So I thanked her for that, and. Uh, all she emailed back was, um, the cats are being moved to Arkansas, dot, 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 but I'm not doing interviews. Rude. I sent you a very nice email asking you how you were, how the animals were, how Big Cat Rescue was, and all you answered back was, I'm not doing interviews. So rude. <laughs> well, newsflash, Carol Baskin doesn't want to come on our podcast again. I love Carol Baskin. I would have Carol Baskin on the podcast again. I would too. <laughs> but she doesn't want to come back on that. She's not doing interviews. <clears throat> so before I asked... Like, that's all she had, she had to say? To One down. sentence. That's so rude. Dot, yeah. dot, dot. But I'm not doing interviews about it. Where was Ridiculous. your invite? Show me your we invite. I didn't want you anyways. Yeah. Bitch. I'm just kidding. That's so mean. But anyway, aside from that, uh, Florida was super fun. We went to the Everglades. We saw Ooh. alligators. Okay. We went to Miami. Spent a day in Miami. We went to the Versace... <laughs> Versace Mansion. Wow. Um, never been invited had back because I, I can't pronounce it. No. Sorry, Donatella. Um, and the guy, who was it? He was her husband that was murdered on the steps, walked over the steps that he was murdered on. Wow. Um, it was, was there blood stains? No. They had cleaned them up by the time I came there. <laughs> Gross. I know, That's right? so irritating. Like, come on. I want to see the blood. No. That's yeah. why I'm here. Um, the, the blood and guts and gore. Where was the, where's the police tape? I mean, <laughs> um, but it was, it was an experience. I had a margarita that had 24 karat flakes of gold in it. Oh my God. I had a steak of filet mignon. <laughs> And Somebody's screaming you know what? At, the, at the screen. You know what? And I will say I was that one really difficult person at a fancy restaurant because I sent my drink back. With you sent your drink back at the Versace mansion? And this is another TTI. The time <laughs> I sent my drink back at the Versace mansion. Because I, I was afraid. You're so ridiculous. I was afraid that I was allergic to one of the ingredients. Mm. I think it's Cointreau or Cointreau or something. And so I had I was Googling like really quickly after I had ordered it, like if, if I was allergic to what one of the ingredients in it and I never really found a concrete answer. So when he brought it back, I was like, I'm really sorry. I was like, I am not this person. And I told him what had happened and he brought over like the mixologist, like I, there's a degree for bartending now. Yeah, there is. It's <laughs> actually really cool. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you're dealing with something Ooh, that can kill speaking people. Of drinks, so you kind of have I to have these new seltzers that we're going to try um, that oh, are great. delicious because I got to okay. get you liquored up, you know, so we can talk about all these celebrities great. Um, to take advantage of you. <laughs> Do you hear um, what I deal with on this show? What the hell? Can you make an, a complaint to HR, which is also probably me? Um, yeah, I'll I'm just, putting in a complaint to Spencer about Spencer. I'll just Let's investigate how, how it how internally. Um, but I sent it and he came over and he was like, I really have no idea if this has like what it is in it or whatever that I'm allergic to. So I sent it back and they made me a new one with more flakes of gold in it. And then we ordered and like mm. my my Rich bitch. friend Patty, who listens to our podcast, had like lobster spaghetti. And my other friend oh my Sean that went had like shrimp and we all had drinks and it was like over $300. I'm not and, surprised. And after I had finished eating my steak, the waiter made a point to come over to me. And uh, and of course, I was like looking for celebrities. I was like, is there anybody here? You know, and I wore my Versace. So everyone was looking at me, you know. Yeah. Um, or at least in my mind, that's the vibe I got. <laughs> in your head, you were the center of attention. In my head, you know. So 
um the waiter came back over he was like how was it i was like it was like amazing it was incredible and he goes he literally looked at me and he goes well if you say it's incredible then i know it's incredible (laughs) and i was like i was like i know i'm difficult um yeah so i was like did i just get shade from the versace Versace waiter we we tipped him very well though that's good you have to at that point it was we sat out in the um in the back like the patio where the fountains are and everything and we were it was a great table it was just incredible yeah um (laughs) but what did you do while i was away because we we didn't do the podcast for a couple weeks we came back strong but this is our like first chance that we've actually had to talk so what did you do while i was away um i quit my job (laughs) (laughs) i quit my job back to me i was on my way to play tennis yeah and uh, lexi called me and uh, of course i had to take her call (laughs) couldn't be rude you know no not like i wanted to no yeah but uh give me the lowdown on that okay so here's like the full tea of what happened so i okay so let me do you want i can literally give you the full story i don't want the names like give me like a a synopsis synopsis synopsis. of the story i was 20 minutes late to an opening shift arrived 20 minutes i know i arrived there before we were supposed to open the doors Mm -hmm. open up the store Mm -hmm. you work at starbucks just for anybody that used to work at starbucks yeah oh (laughs) rest in peace rest in peace yeah Um, uh, no this is this is um A.S. after Starbucks, not B.S. before Starbucks. (laughs) Yes, it's the B.S. and the A.S. So, okay, so while we're we're still in Starbucks land, so I was 20 minutes late because it was a 5 a.m. shift and I just literally, my my phone ended up under my bed somehow, so I didn't hear my alarms going off, but I woke up to my coworker calling me at 5 being like, hey, Hey, you're supposed to be here right now, and I'm like, holy shit. So you booked it. I booked it. I literally got there within 20 minutes. I clocked in. I clocked in on the iPad so there would be digital record of when I had clocked in because I wasn't going to put it in the book and lie about what time I showed up because I was an, I'm honest, an honest girly. Honest, honest. Okay. And then we opened the store. We were serving customers. Everything was fine. We ran the day. It was chill. So then, then. I come, I go to my weekend yeah. the next day. And so I go on my weekend. I come back two days later and my, uh, I walk in and my manager and another manager from another store who dislikes me i have beef with this man for other reasons are sitting in the back and i already knew what was going down i'm like they're gonna try to fire me like i already know i already know that's you already know and the reason why is because so i had earlier i had accidentally left some tips in a locked box on the floor but because oh, it like wasn't a correct, in, like your first corrective action of your job ever this my was, first like, corrective this was action the same day though no this is not okay. the same day this was like a month or two prior so they were gonna I, use I had this. literally never had any corrective action ever i have never been late i have never mishandled money i have never stolen food like i've never done any of that shit like it has just not happened and then my first time i ever screwed up it's my first opening shift or my third opening shift ever, my first opening shift in like six months, or sorry, my first closing shift in like mm. six months. Mm-hmm. And it was a horrible day. We were on a two-person so you play. Left the tip. Like, I forgot yeah, to drop forgot. the tips. They were in Honest a locked mistake. box. Honest they were mistake. in a locked box, but they weren't in the safe. And I got a final written warning for that. So then you knew that being late this one time, they were going to... They were literally going to try to fire me. So... I literally asked the question. They were like, so we're going to have a little chat with you once you're clocked in. And I literally, I, I clocked in and I said, so are you guys trying to fire me? Oh, she has big cojones. Big cojones. And they looked at me and they, they look at each other and they look at me. And then my manager goes, well, not necessarily and not at this time necessarily. 
we'll just keep you hanging on as long as we need you. I was like, what does that mean? Or they said not right now and not necessarily is what they said. And I was like, what does that even mean? Not right now and not necessarily. So you want to fire me, but you don't have the ability to fire me yet. So they asked me what happened. I told them and they told me they were going to open an investigation into me to see how much revenue I had potentially lost the store by being 20 minutes late. Did we hang on? You weren't even open that yet, though. No, we weren't. Did we pull camera footage when we had people overdosing in our bathroom? Oh. Did we pull camera footage when we had people flashing guns in the Mm. drive-thru? When people shot airsoft guns at the cars in the Mm. drive-thru? When kids were drinking alcohol and smoking weed in the lobby? Mm. Like actively opening bottles of alcohol? Now we said it. We haven't said it before, but now we're saying it. So. When all of that illegal somebody... activity is going on, did you pull camera footage? Nope, nope they don't. Did you nope. do anything to contact police nope. and make sure that those nope. people were not allowed because back liability. again? Because They don't want the, the company doesn't want, like we had somebody just overdose in the Target bathroom like literally the other day and they were like, on somebody came to us and they were like, I don't mean to be a bother, but I think there's somebody that's like passed out, you know, yeah, on the floor. Like that's fucking scary. But like we're not allowed to call the police because like they could sue and then it's a bigger liability. But let's just let the women go into the women's bathroom and we didn't know if it was a man or a woman. And somebody's taking up the handicapped stall, 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 and they did not appear to be handicapped. And I feel that is the real travesty of this, is that somebody was using the handicapped stall, and they were not in a wheelchair. I don't... Okay, disability looks like a lot of different things, that number one. Is, yeah, drug addict, disability. That's the disability <laughs> well, they were I'm saying, on drugs. Some people, wheelchair needed, is not the sign that you need the, they needed it is a space, sign that you need the They needed space the to overdose, Lexi. They couldn't do it in a small stall, obviously. There wasn't enough space on the ground for them to sit and lay down. <laughs> But Duh, I do agree. Like, if you're gonna pick a, if you're gonna pick a space, why are you picking the handicap one? Other people need that. I do agree. No, with I you. think it was pretty smart though, because then they gave himself enough room to spread out. I mean, yeah, but like you're taking it away from people who actually they need, need it, but room, they don't care. They need room they don't to care about like that. fire up the crack rock, you know. However, they smoke it in their pipe crack or inject pipe. it. You know, they need to lay out their little laboratory situation, and then they need space to, you know, feel the effect. You can't do that in a small stall, Lexi. Be too, it'd be god. too, it'd be too, too cramped in there, you know. Yeah, yeah, god. I was gonna Ridiculous. say, what is that word? Claustrophobic. That's yeah. what I was looking for. It'd be Ridiculous. too claustrophobic can't, in there. Can't, can't expect that. Anyway, so you just anyway, quit. so I was pissed. I literally, I literally like they were like, you can finish your shift if you want, and I said okay, and I was like seething because they said because they had she went, my manager went and called the district manager multiple times trying to get authority to fire me, and the district manager kept telling her no. She had to do the investigation, I guess, in order to fire me, or it was her idea to launch the investigation to to prove that they had grounds to fire me and i was like let me save you the trouble i quit this is like a broader conversation we all need to be having about retail and the retail space and retail employees do you want to hear the note that i left i left a i left i, like I wrote a note. handwritten and i note. would also like to publicly announce that we are rejecting starbucks from sponsoring our podcast they haven't offered yet but it was coming and we say no. We say absolutely not. <laughs> did you get to little, that? Did you get the little ad revenue I Venmoed you? I did, like three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to support so us by keeping us as ambassadors for Spotify for podcasters, you'll hear an ad later on. In this, you know what? Let's put the ad right now. Actually, we're gonna take a small break. Leslie's gonna find her note. We're gonna listen I to this ad. It. And uh, if you listen to our podcast on Spotify, it'll help us remain ambassadors, so we can make that little measly ten cents a listen. And we're going to cut to that ad right now. And Lexi's going to read her note. So we'll be right back. All right. Here's my note that I wrote. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I think you read this to me, but I wasn't really listening. So I'm happy to hear oh, it again. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, okay. I was it playing is... tennis, Lexi. I was busy. Yeah. God. Too busy to be a friend. Yeah. I was playing tennis. 
yeah more important things yeah uh, it is with a heavy heart that i am quitting today i also wrote this in two different colored inks which i thought was really funny. that's <laughs> aggressive my pen died and halfway through and i just grabbed another pen and it wasn't even the same color and i was like i don't give a shit you know what who cares yeah i'm like i'm really quitting i don't care yeah. so i said it is with a heavy heart that i am quitting today i have put my heart and soul into this company into the partners into the customers i have made two mistakes in the two years i have worked for starbucks the first mistake got me a final written warning which though unfair i accepted graciously the second mistake which almost cost me my job i will not be accepting the level of consequence deemed potentially necessary i hope that in the future starbucks does a better job of protecting partners so clearly passionate and dedicated in their position people partners i am only human instead of capitalizing on each opportunity to exploit punishment and corrective action perhaps starbucks should try meeting people with more grace and seeing people for the humans they are i'm leaving my key i'm clocking out for the last time i wish this company and all who work for it the best signed lexi this is a very um it's not right, but it's okay. I'm gonna make it anyway. Was that Whitney Houston? I've never heard that so, um, Close the door behind you, leave your key, pack your bags up and leave. Yeah. yeah that, that's that vibe that I gave. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. I was just like, you know, Good for like you. I just, I'm not gonna tolerate being treated like that. Like you should know from me working at this company for so long that I am a person valued who, employee. I'm a valued employee, but retail employee, not retail, but like, like minimum wage employees are not valued anymore. No, they're not at all. But they're like, seen as totally replaceable no, yeah, and very replaceable. And like, it's just really irritating. In every work environment, mine included. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm not going to tolerate anymore. Actually, you know what? Before we get into what we're going to talk about this week, we should probably introduce ourselves because these people have been listening to us rant. They don't even know who we are. I know they li- <laughs> are like, they know my whole life story about why I quit. But they don't even know my name. Well, who are you? My name is Lexi. I had forgotten and I haven't seen you for so long. Do you remember my name? I think it starts with like an S. It's like stupid or something. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. You mean like L for loser? I think that was the wrong Or as my friend recently taught me, Chuck Mark for yes, you're dumb. Um, (laughs) Okay. I'm Spencer and this is the Rumor (laughs) Mill Podcast, your Gen Z guide to pop culture. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, Um, everyone. As I was saying, what I am not going to tolerate... And this wasn't even this first story we're going to into our, our celebrity news roundup of the week. I wasn't even planning on talking about this because it, it was just a story from yesterday or today. But like now there's all these new details and it's breaking news. And this is just totally off the cuff that we're going to talk about it as the first story. Mm-hmm. What am I going to tolerate? Prince Harry and Meghan Markle making continually a making a spectacle. Well, I'm not going to do it. But here we are talking about it. So I'm doing <laughs> it. So we're going to do it. And if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Yep. Okay. Get this. Here's the headline. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and Meghan's mother were in a, quote, nearly catastrophic two-hour paparazzi chase through New York City. And So were they just, like, stuck in traffic for, like, two hours? Because New York City traffic does not move that fast. Thank you. And you're just sitting there, and there's, like, people clicking photos behind you? First toll. Take note of that, okay? How is this The internet is calling hours? them the Jussie Smollett's of New York. Jesse Smollett being... Do you remember just the guy that uh, faked the hate crime? He had the, he said that there were two men that had like MAGA hats on and they attacked him for being gay or something. And then like he... The, the NYPD... It ended up being revealed that he had like... They took him to court them. and he got in trouble because he hired them. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to this nearly catastrophic, traumatic paparazzi chase, which is just... I mean, it's just now, you know, I think... I, I know what we're all thinking. Mm-hmm. Princess Diana in the tunnel, you know? That's what we're all thinking, you know. Tragic. Oh, clearly. clearly, clearly. I have not read any details about this story. Let's do I, it. All then. I know is that 
people are poking holes in it and it's starting to be like, was this a hoax? Because it's not adding up. I have not read the articles. We're going to do it right here, right now with you. We're going to get our live, genuine reactions to this. And we're going to determine once and for all whether this was legit or it was embellished. Because Meghan Markle has a history of lying. You know, should we get into, you know, the time that she uh, claimed that her son Archie was in a fire? You know, when they were on vacation, which really turned out to be, you know, he was in a room with a space heater. And then after he had left the room, the space heater started smoking. But he was in a fire. So, you know, that was one of her lies that she told in the press. I think it's funny that they're calling it nearly catastrophic because that's just like... <laughs> there was no so like there's no... There, there was, was no nothing, there was, it was There's like nothing crash. that happened. No. Like... No. That, that <laughs> I know of. So I'm going to grab my phone and we'll read it. Okay. Let's do it. So here, CNN, what really happened during Prince Harry and Meghan's New York car chase? All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Yeah. Um, there's... Oh, here's how the article starts. Did I call it? There's no denying that the echoes to the late Princess Diana's 1997 death in a car crash in Paris... More than 25 years on, her son and his wife were pursued through the streets of New York City this week in what their team called a near-catastrophic car chase, okay? That language makes it hard not to invoke the tragic memory of circumstances that led to the loss of one of the most beloved members of the British royal family. I'm not even going to read this because it's clearly... Wait, I want to see. Let's just... No, let's keep reading. I want to I find an article that, like, pokes holes... Well, this is, like, the original count. This is from CNN, yeah. but they're, like... They're like laying on the lard. Okay, here. let me summarize this. Go so they were in New York to attend the Miss Foundation's Women of Vision Awards, where she was being honored for her global advocacy to empower women and girls. For what? Like what? At their what first public do? appearance since Prince Harry returned from King Charles' coronation in London. That she didn't go to. Yeah. Uh, they posed on the red carpet, where she later claimed her accolade. It was only after the event that the situated, situation escalated with the details deferring depending on who you talk to. Because, like, see, how did this get out? Did they have this situation and then they embellished it and put out this big whole PR thing? To be the victims know. again. Because this is what happens in America. Like, I don't know about, like, like European paparazzi or whatever. But in America, like, every celebrity on the street is hounded. Like, watch the old videos of pop stars getting in their cars trying to drive away. They're surrounded by paparazzi. Yeah. Also, you're getting so, an award for something. Like, people are going to be They're going to know you're there. That. You're a guest. Yeah. I don't understand. Okay, keep reading. The couple's spokesperson described, quote, a ring of highly aggressive paparazzi, end quote, trailing them for more than two hours, which sparked global rolling coverage. Where were they driving for two hours? They were just circling New York City for two hours? Yeah, where are you going? And how is it a chase? Because, like, there's stoplights or stop signs. There's so much traffic. There's so much foot traffic that where are you, like, being chased at high speeds? Yeah. Nobody, like, there was no accident, was there? No. Does it say? Not that I know of. Not, we're not there yet. But oh, sorry. The spokesperson claimed that there were several close calls with oh, other drivers, wow. pedestrians, and police officers. Wow. Later, police confirmed the outlines of the account, but offered less colorful language, describing the situation merely as challenging. Questions continued to swirl Thursday over exactly what happened and for precisely how long, and in a city notorious for its traffic congestion. Yeah, because like, um, how are you being chased? Like, yeah. So here's what we know. Okay, here's what we know. The company was seen, uh, the couple, sorry, was seen leaving the awards ceremony in a black car, but spotted later in a yellow cab. Chris mm. Sanchez, who was part of their royal security detail, told us they were immediately followed from the event by a dozen vehicles. He said he'd never seen or experienced anything like this, and that the public were in jeopardy at several points. Oh my God. He also explained that the couple had switched cars more than once during the incident. How are you able to effectively switch vehicles? While you're being chased for two hours. So you have to pull over. Get, get out in of a the new car, car. Wait for your new give car. Give the to paparazzi pull up. more opportunity to shoot you as you're stopped. Get in a new car, and then keep going. And what's the point of getting in a new car? Because they're all going to see the new car you get in. So how are you? How is this a nearly catastrophic 
crash when you're when you're taking breaks. You're literally taking breaks. <laughs> this is like a this is like an eight hour work work day. Yeah. Every two hours they get a fifteen minute break. Yeah. And they would switch a car. And where are they going? So yeah, were they leaving we the city? Were they like going know. to another state? Like where are they driving for two hours? And why did they let it go on for two hours if they're being chased? Why don't they pull over? They have enough money. Get a room in the Ritz Carlton for the night. Leave in the morning and be done. Okay. So, That's what I would do. Okay. I've already prepared for this in my head, obviously. He, the Thomas Buddha, who runs a private security business, contracted to help them, corroborated Sanchez's account of reckless driving from the vehicles that tailed them and the Sussexes' car swap. He said the couple's convoy took a circuitous route from 23rd Street to 96th Street, up and down busy Manhattan arteries, before security brought the couple to the 19th police precinct on East 67th Street. <laughs> from there, they were moved to a yellow cab, but ended up circling the block and returning them to the police station. Why? What are you doing, circling the block i'm so, so they're literally confused. they're literally driving and they're like and he's like hey, honey i think we're in so much danger that's a that's, that's a western really accent West, that's really southern. i think we're in so much danger honey, wait let me try this you're megan okay darling whatever are we going to do wait she's american right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, so dumb, okay. we're in so much danger Let's go to the police station. You sound just like Harry Styles. Thank you. Harry Styles? You mean Harry... <laughs> Prince Harry? No, I was saying like Harry Styles. Oh. He's British too, right? Some, but you some, sound a little Harry Styles-ish. They literally were in so much danger. Here, give me this. They had to go to the police station. Do a circle do a and then circle come back. And then come back. Like, what? Like <laughs> What's going on? Like, what happened And you're in that dragging cab? her elderly mother out of the car, like, to go, like, get in other cars. To Wait, her circle. elderly mom was there? Well, so her mom was there. I would assume at this point she's elderly. She's her mom get, was there? Yeah, her mom was involved in all this. Oh. So the cab driver told CNN that he didn't feel under the threat by the encounter with photographers, but Harry and Megan looked, quote, nervous and scared. Okay. The if couple, your driver doesn't care, yeah. like, that's how you know. If you're, like... If your driver doesn't care, I think you're okay. Yeah. The couple were ultimately able to make a clean break during the midnight changeover of patrol officers which effectively caused a traffic choke point on the block allowing security teams to spirit harry and megan away according to the cab driver to answer the question of why this elaborate game of cat and mouse unfolded <laughs> we were told we were told by harry's team because after you're obviously in a traumatic event i go to my publicist to get it published in the news too um, Harry's team that the couple were staying at a private residence and did not want to compromise the security of their friend's home by returning directly from the awards. Meanwhile, a law enforcement source also said the pair did not stay at a hotel, but rather a private residence on the Upper East Side or Manha of Manhattan and chose to keep the location secret so they could come and go. Statements from the NYPD, the city's mayor, and the law enforcement source also back up that the couple were followed, though those perceptions of the events are less emotionally charged. The NYPD put out a more benign statement saying it had, quote, assisted the private security team wherein, quote, there were numerous photographers that made their transport challenging. New York City Mayor Eric Adams cast doubt on the two-hour time frame but added that, irrespective of the length, the incident was, quote, reckless and, quote, irresponsible. Could you imagine if Megan's, like, sitting in the car next to Harry and she sees, like, the paparazzi, like, following them and she's like, what if we end up like your mom? Oh, that's what they want. They literally... These like, that's people, just, like, fucked up, I These feel people like. will not rest until they're dead. <laughs> like, and they just... want to die in the same way that Princess Diana died. Because then finally they'll be the martyrs that they want to be so badly. This is not the first time that an incident like this has happened. Yeah. Because in the Megan and Harry doc on Netflix, which I never saw. Did you watch it? 
No. Okay, I didn't watch it either. We need to, though. We, we should. should. At this point, I think I, I think I want to. In this documentary that they did, they had a scene where they were in a car on a freeway being followed by one paparazzi on a Vespa. And Megan looked over at Harry and the driver, and they were like, okay, we're being followed. Safety first. Like, what the hell? You have a private security team. And Who then, cares? And then, of course, at this point, it comes out that they were chased by paparazzi. This is normal. Like, these, this is a normal night for a celebrity. Yeah. And a public event. But the fact that it's... How is it nearly catastrophic? Yeah, like, what happened? What car did you crash like, into? Like, I feel like people... If it was actually nearly catastrophic, people would have been tweeting about it. People would have been, like, Pictures recording. from the scenes. Yeah, people would have there been like, go. holy shit, why is there, like, Zooming a parade of paparazzi yeah. following this car? What's going on? And, this and is traffic New York City. is getting out of the way because they're going 80 miles an hour. Yeah, there's so many people in New York. No, yeah. Surely somebody yeah. must have I've seen what was going on this. and recorded it and been fascinated by what was happening. But the fact that it was so low-key that in New York City, not a soul turned and looked and went that looks interesting you know what that looks nearly catastrophic like who came up with that quote catastrophic let's catastrophic define that. is like a hurricane apocalyptic a tsunami natural disaster, a natural disaster like traumatic a traumatic event yeah event. and you're literally driving around in new york being followed by okay 12 cars of paparazzi that would give me anxiety yeah sure but you have security you're changing cars you're circling the block of and the police station. And then you're continually driving around. So they're like, where do we go? We can't go to our private residence and expose our friends. We just have to keep driving. Yeah. Also, it sounds like you didn't think it through properly to go, hey, maybe our private friend's residence isn't it's a good idea. Place. You know what? I've seen enough Let's just movies. save some money and stay at our friend's place. Yeah. That's probably exactly what you happened. You know what? Yeah. And where are their children? <laughs> Who's watching the children? You know? Wow. I, I, I've seen enough movies to know that a New York cab driver could have fancy, fancy, swervy, strategically, you know. He probably has modded his car to make the wheels unhook themselves and Mm -hmm. drive over other cars. You could have just jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge and then it would have turned into a submarine. Yeah. Or maybe he could have like strategically like James Bond style, like turned down an alleyway. Yeah. You make the car go on only two wheels, you know, to like slide through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, it's just laughable. It's laughable to think that their taxi driver was incapable of that. Oh, that's what it is laughable. Yes. Yeah. Of course. I don't understand. And I, yet I don't, he didn't do like, it. Nothing happened. Literally, no, nothing literally happened. nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> like, what are we nothing talking about? Nothing happened that was out of the norm for another public figure or celebrity in a public space where there were photographers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen the video of Katy Perry, just, like, trying to get out with her car into traffic and there's paparazzi that you're in front of her or Justin Bieber that was sued by that paparazzi years ago because he ran over his foot. Like, this is not abnormal. No, this is just, like, it's typical celeb behavior, <laughs> typical paparazzi behavior. Like, yeah. It's just the boy who cried wolf, I think. It's just, we're, it's like, it's, I, I can't believe they keep getting away with this. They're not. We're calling them out. They're not getting away They're with not. it this time. We're done. We're finished. You've had your fun. fun. Let, Let the, the mouse, mouse go. Well, this, well, I mean, this cat and mouse game, <laughs> it was, it was, you know, I, truly the only person I think that could have resolved this was Batman. Why did the NYPD not light the bat signal? For our dear friends in need. Egregious egregious uh lack of oversight by the nypd and the mayor i mean who's the mayor from gotham city oh Um, uh, well it depends on what what no he's the commissioner commissioner who's the mayor we don't know the mayor it depends at which timeline you're in at one point it's joker 
Really? Yeah, Joker becomes God, the mayor. Maybe he's the mayor of New York, and that's why this all happened. Actually, it's kind of it funny because there's laugh. a there's a really funny scene in the new Harley. Have you seen the new Harley Quinn no, show? I'm it's so behind. Really good. I just finished it. It's so fantastic. And um, there's a part where somebody's talking to Joker, and they're like, "So you're just like not a bad guy now?" And he's like, "I'm the maniacal king of chaos, and I believe in universal health care. People can evolve, and it's just really funny." You want our taxes to go through the roof, Lexi? He raised them by half a percent, and somebody wanted him dead. It was really funny. Hey, you know, half a percent is half a percent. I'm telling you. I'm telling you people but out all there. All the proceeds were going to go to Gotham College to I'm make tuition free. I'm telling you out there, when a large fry at McDonald's used to be two fifty and now it's three ninety nine, we have a problem. Inflation, man. We have we're a We're in a recession problem. right now. I hope you know. Yeah. God, can you believe that? A, a large fry at McDonald's used to be... And now the drinks are not a dollar. They're a dollar thirty nine. Asinine. Well, Harry and what Megan, happened to the integrity? Like, why yeah. are we not? Why are businesses not more like Costco, who continues yeah. to keep the hot dog at a dollar fifty, despite or the, the fact the that they lose money? the rotisserie chicken at like five bucks. Yeah, you know they lose money on every one, but it brings business into their store. Yeah. Anyway, um, Megan and Harry, we are just so thankful that you escaped that nearly catastrophic situation with your lives. It's just, it's profound. What could have happened? What an, what an inspiring tale. God, it's just so reminiscent of that tunnel in Paris. You know, nineteen ninety seven. Princess Diana you know, is, you know, turning. I mean, well, what she went through was nothing compared to the two hour chase in New York because no. hers was quick. You know, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> At least hers ended with a bang. Uh, that's now you went too far there. Now no, you went too far. <laughs> it truly did. Um, I have nothing left to say about this. I can't. No, let's we're move done. on. We're I done. think we're, we're done here. Um, we're going to move on from one toxic situation to another toxic situation. Okay. And uh, it is, it is, it, it's uh, it, just like Prince Harry and Meghan. It's reminiscent of Princess Diana. This situation that we're going to talk about is very reminiscent of our work environment behind the scenes. Mm. Toxic, you know. We don't like each other. We fight. Dun, 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 dun. We're what is that from? Toxic, Britney Spears. <laughs> Thank you I'm for like, getting Hunger my joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just you know our work environment is difficult. We hate each other behind the scenes. Absolutely. You know we have multiple. I despise him ethical complaints against each other you know in and uh and now we're finding out that we have more similarities here than differences with the kelly clarkson show yes uh actually that's kind of weird because i always feel like kelly clarkson was supposed to be this like now she's the new beacon Ellen. of positivity but now she's yeah she's well like the new or Ellen. is she yeah hmm. well i don't think so i don't think she is because apparently she's unaware of this let's break this down they're always unaware of it of though course. so was ellen she was unaware she didn't know anything I'm like, but you know what? These people, it's because they're not the ones that actually run the show. They, they're no, like they, me. They, they just show heads. up and look at the sh- look at what they're supposed to talk about and then start spewing bullshit. Exactly. And that's what goes <laughs> on here. And that's the point of our contention. I do all the work and Lexi just shows up late. I was early today. Has no idea what's going on. And that's our toxic work environment. You want to talk about Kelly Clarkson's? Yeah, so, let's talk about Kelly Clarkson's. Rolling Stone. I'm not willing to accept any responsibility for my actions. Of course not. Um, Rolling Stone, out of all the publications, like how does Rolling Stone get this story? Uh, Rolling Stone published an exclusive of, uh, they taught, am I, am I boring you? You're yawning already. No. It's, you've heard this. We've heard this all before. It's yeah, Ellen 2.0. It's Ellen 2.0. Uh, so Rolling Stone published a, uh, exclusive story. Uh, 11 employees came forward, 10 former and one current came forward mm. to blast the work environment as quote toxic. Um, the, one anonymous employee who still works there revealed to Rolling Stone that they are overworked, underpaid, and that working at the show uh, is traumatizing to their mental health. Uh, however, wow. they insisted that Kelly is unaware of the problem and that it doesn't start with her. Like the fish, the, the fish, the head rots from the, no, the fish rots from the head down. 
but Kelly's not involved. Apparently, it's like it's the managers, it's the people behind the scenes that are running the show, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like in our work environment. Yeah. Uh, and another employee, uh, past employee, had said, "Quote: NBC is protecting the show because it's their new money maker." But Kelly has no clue how unhappy her staff is. Uh, and then another, a second former employee added, "I remember going up on the roof of the stage to cry, being like." Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Why am I putting myself through this? So no specific details about what is going on or the, I guess, besides being under underpaid and overworked, which is everybody in America. Um, no specific details of like, like with Ellen, like what the exactly ratings, you can't look yeah. her in the eye, um, you know, locked bathrooms or whatever. Uh, but Kelly did respond to this real quick and so did nbc they like mm-hmm. put out statements here's what kelly said you want to read kelly yeah. you have to slide th- it's, it's she posted three instagram stories about it so here's what she had to say in my 20 years in the entertainment industry i've always led with my heart and what i believe to be right i love my team at the kelly clarkson show and to find out that anyone is feeling unheard and or disrespected on this show is unacceptable i have always been and will continue to be committed to creating and maintaining a safe and healthy environment at the kelly clarkson show as we prepare for a move to the East Coast, I am more committed than ever to ensuring that not only our team is that is moving, but also our new team in New York is comprised of the best and kindness in the business. Part of that build will include leadership training for all of the senior staff, including myself. There is always room to grow and ensure that we are be- all becoming and being the best version of ourselves in any business, especially when it comes to leadership, to ensure that any notion of toxicity is eradicated. So she's How doing... How do you feel about that? I mean, I guess if there's not really a lot what is she going to do other than like either fire people or try to retrain them? So I guess she's trying to retrain them. Uh, to me, I feel like there's less guilt specific, here than Ellen though. Yeah. There's not really I any specific details. Yeah. And like, also like if they're, her employees are saying that it's not her that's doing it, then like what is she really supposed to do with Ellen? It was clear. Like there were so many reports from guests and the people behind the scenes that she kind of was created the, the toxic work environment and people kind of fed off of that to me it sounds like whatever leadership or or nbc or whoever the production team is is probably behind it yeah i mean it, it's just it doesn't seem like it's kelly clarkson no like, i don't see kelly clarkson being a toxic person but it's very interesting i can't interesting. see though what doesn't kill you makes you stronger singer mm. being the one who's like being the toxic and in, in, in infiltrating the toxicity and yeah perpetuating it no you know i don't i don't know if this is true D- did nbc produce ellen as well do you think that a lot of these staffers from Ellen just switched over to the Kelly Clarkson show when Ellen ended? That's actually a really interesting idea. We should look that up. I saw like people saying in comments, like, I bet it's Ellen's old staff that just mm. switched over. And now they're moving to the East Coast. So like, I like that at least she has a plan that they're going to do leadership training. NBC came out really quickly, and I think they talked to us weekly. And they were like, we don't condone any poor work environments. We're going to investigate. You know, yeah. so we'll see kind of cats out of the bag though what are you gonna do yeah um it's not a good look for a very famous company to be like or even a public figure who's known to be you know so kind so kind but i don't i really don't think this is going to destroy her like it destroyed no i don't think it will either because it's it's been very very clear that it's not her fault yeah and i think that's saving her i think honestly that speaks volumes to how kind she probably actually is because if they're making it clear that she's not part of the problem and not leaving it ambiguous that shows that they don't want to get her in trouble yeah and i just would like to note out that i called her kelly clarkson's that's funny multiple (laughs) yeah two um, good luck to them. They're moving to the East Coast. I don't know they're moving the show to the East Coast. I don't really watch it anyway, but like, I like her as a daytime talk show host. Yeah, she's yeah, cool. She's cool. We we like her. Drew Barrymore has my heart. But Drew Barrymore is like the standard for what talk show host should be. 
the fact that she just like will sit on the floor with you and hold your hand while you like have a <laughs> conversation all the with memes her of like like drew barrymore when she does her interviews they'll be like full time <gasps> like that yeah it's so cute yeah but uh good luck kelly clarkson have fun with your move <clears throat> yeah have get fun those with the move. senior management people training obviously it's always the seniors those old people god <laughs> god more toxic breaking news um we talked we touched on this a little bit last week when we had Jeremy Parsons from People Magazine on, which was great. If you have not heard that, check that episode out. Uh, we touched on it a little bit last week, but the whole, the Kim Zolciak, Bierman, Croy Bierman, Real Housewives of Atlanta divorce. Um, these two people are like Bravo TV, like the couple. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch, they had a show called Don't Be Tardy, which was like a family yeah, show. Yeah, no, I know about and that. And then she was a housewife. She was an original housewife for many years in the early 2010s. Um, she and Croy have been together for like 10, 13 years and news broke last week, like crazy news that they had filed for divorce or that she had, or he had, we're going to get into it though, because while we talked about it a little bit with Jeremy, there's so many more details to uncover and it is, it's messy, messy, like, like the definition of a messy Hollywood divorce. And I know there's a lot of uh, listeners we have that watch that are reality TV fans like us. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got to get into it and, and a special little uh, kudos to uh uh, Vanderpump Rules, Tom Sandoval, and Raquel Levis, or Levis? I'm not even going to take the time to learn her name. It's irrelevant. They broke up, which is so embarrassing. <laughs> I know. They, they, they had this whole scandal. <laughs> you have the matching lightning necklaces, and then you just let it get re-break up two months later. The whole, we actually did a live stream about the scandal, if you want to check that out, too. Yeah, um, it was really fun. Their whole affair that they had that's playing out on the show. The season just ended. It all played out. Uh, and after two months of their affair being public, <sighs> they're done. They're done. They're done. They broke up. Uh, source, Allegedly because it's not for her. Yeah. A source went to page six and was like, literally the quote was Raquel dipped. Yeah. Like, could you imagine an inside source using the terminology dipped? Because Tom wasn't for her. Or she said Scandaval was not for her. Oh, the whole So it was like all the heat she just didn't like. Yeah. Well, but uh, like. You brought it on yourself, sis. What'd you expect? Have fun with that. Uh, so yeah, but they're not really who we're talking about this week. I, we have to get into the whole Kim and Croy thing. And I know you don't necessarily like know, know who these people are. Cause I mm-hmm. watch their show. Like I, I had actually reached out to Kim to come on the podcast and I had heard back and then we, there was some email stuff, but like it never really happened. Maybe now, maybe now, um, they, the news broke that originally now follow this train. Cause this train is uh, off the tracks here. Okay. She, it was reported that she filed for divorce first by TMZ. She had filed for sole, physical, and legal custody of their kids. Wow. Very aggressive. Yeah. She wanted her maiden name restored, and she wanted spousal support, period. So she wants to take the kids and get money from him. Yes. Well, yeah, because that-, that Get that then, bag and those kids. Exactly, because if you have all the kids, your expenses are going to be higher, so you can get more money, right? Mm. So then, that was from TMZ. Then the news broke when the petitions were filed that he had actually filed first, and originally, he was seeking full legal and physical custody of the kids. So they both want sole custody. Wow. That's Very a big aggressive. Deal. Yeah. Um, it was also brought out into the press that they have a $1.1 million outstanding debt to the IRS. Um, oh, my God. Th- through the show and her on TV, they are avid gamblers. I mean, there's clips of them going to the casino and they'll go up to the counter and say, we need 25000 First of all, could you imagine going to a casino and just your play money is 25000 Yeah, that's so wild. Like when I went to the casino up the road from where we, we live, I was like, I'm going to pull out $20 cash. 
I know. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to pull out a 20. And that was my play money. Right? I've never gambled. I smoked a cigarette in a, in a casino while I was underage. And that was really cool. But I did not gamble. What a rebel. I don't know. What, what a, a bad rebel. girl I what was. A bad girl. <laughs> um, 25,000. Like, they would just drop hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, the, the tabloid rumors are that there's no cheating. And there's no, you know, no they affair. They hate each other? They hate each other because she allegedly gambled the money away like she she made the she shopped the family broke mm. i mean and that's that's i don't want to say it's clear but from their social media and their presence on reality tv the amount of money that they spend on things it's always been kind of a like a do they spend more than they make you know what i mean and then this yeah. they like i think it was just like six months ago there's this whole big deal about their house being foreclosed on they were behind on the mortgage that didn't really go anywhere because they didn't there, there was supposed to be like a foreclosure sale of their house and it was reported that it was sold, but they never moved out. So I don't know if they fixed that really quickly, but then it comes out that this whole tax lien and debts are over a million dollars to the IRS. So wow. the, the rumor is that she shopped them broke, gambled the money away, spent it. They have no money. And now, you know, she like drained him and is going to move on. And the, even in her Instagram bio, she had changed it this week for a time, and then she edited it back. I saw it though. She had said that she was looking for her new big papa. <laughs> because That's so funny. because <laughs> originally on Real Housewives of Atlanta, she had this secret lover that was a married man that she was in a relationship with, but he had left his family and they were separated. But he was like, she was like uh, his sugar, his sugar baby. Mm-hmm. Like he would send her money to buy a new car. Yeah. So the fact that she put that in her Instagram bio and like teased that was being, That's you know, really funny. The, it's yeah. So hilarious. I don't know what the truth is. I, 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 I think that it did come out that she also filed, but I don't know why it said that she filed first when he filed really messy, all of their filings. They each want sole custody. They have all these outstanding debts. It's clear that they probably lived above their means. Yeah. Which I know you have experience with Lexi and you need to rein it in before I end up like yeah. them before you. I remember the day that you came to target. And spent hundreds of dollars of money that you didn't have. I did? Yeah, when you were in a manic episode. Oh, I probably did do that. that yeah, you said right. that weekend you would come to Target and on Amazon and between it you had spent like $700 in a weekend. That is true. That I happened. do remember, remember that? doing that, yes. So quickly we forget. Uh, no, <laughs> it's pretty clear that they live above their means. I always really like them on TV. I love them as a couple. I, I, I think their family's really entertaining. Their show was great. The show did end though. Mm-hmm. So they're not making money. She's not a housewife anymore. They, what are their jobs? Like brand deals you know whatever they have a couple companies they started like i think she has a makeup and a swimwear company he's an ex-nfl player but he's not making football money anymore no um but she's i hate to say this because i really like her kind of a pathological liar when it comes to money Mm. and reality tv fans and viewers will know what i mean because like she would go out and say like oh this business i just started just made 15 million in its first year and people are like really 15 million but then it's a you have a lot of money. But you owe a million to the IRS and your house was being foreclosed on. And now allegedly you've shopped your family broke. I don't know. I think it's messy. Yeah. No, it definitely what's, sounds like it. I think what's your that because I don't I don't, You don't know these people. But no. from the outside looking in. From the outside looking in, I definitely would believe based on what you're telling me that she shopped the family broke. Like that definitely sounds like it makes gamble. sense. Gamble. I mean, like she would go I mean, out if they're gamblers, parents is wearing ten thousand like, dollar boots. I think it's very or common. Home like, renovations, even with, you know. Yeah. Even in like a more normal family setting when you're not a reality TV star, that happens a lot. People live people, above their means. And especially means. in reality TV. They and live it's above so their means. easy to do that, especially mm-hmm. right now with just mm-hmm. the economy being so bad. And so when you have that kind of money and the freedom to kind of like <laughs> feel like you can do whatever you want. 
want. Fries costing three ninety nine now. You know who do I think I am when I go through the drive through? My Bill Gates. Like yeah. come on, God. Uh, but yeah, reality TV. It's very common to live a life that you above your means for the cameras. Yeah, and I think from their dynamic, he never told her no, mm. and so he kind of let her spend the money and you know if he's not playing football anymore yeah they have companies are they making 15 million dollars every year it doesn't appear to be that way i don't know i don't look at their books i'm not gonna claim that you know but um but yeah good luck to that's them really interesting and well, good luck to their kids they have young kids yeah that's the thing that sucks the most is like why are you both trying to get sole custody of the children that's the thing that sends off a big red flag to me is like there's obviously something petty going on because if you're trying like it's not beneficial to the kids to lose either one of their parents so no. like you're just being selfish or unless or, there's like secret allegations of abuse or harm or something like that that's affair. going on behind closed doors where you are well, just like i don't want you exposed to this other person there was just a, a headline that tmz up updated with which was she's going to the courts asking that he be drug tested because mm. she believes that he's doing drugs to other kids that could be a very shady uh, allegation to put in there just so that maybe she thinks it'll help her get full custody if you just put an allegation that like well he's doing drugs yeah. then the court will give her custody or or let's theorize for a second is this divorce a giant scam to hide assets if they are in crazy financial troubles and they get divorced, divorces, you can separate and hide assets. Mm. So if the IRS is coming for you for a million dollars and you get and you're in the process of a divorce, it's going to be very hard for them to lock down assets when they're in litigation. I see. And it makes more sense in that case that they would be trying to file for sole custody because if you're trying to make it look like you're amicable, it's more likely that they would sniff you out. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Is this a scam? Is this a scam? Or, like, it's said that they're also still living under the same roof, but they're avoiding each other like the plague. They've got this huge house in, in uh, Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Huge, beautiful house that they lived in for years and years and years since their show Don't Be Tardy originally started. Um, but they're still under the same roof. Um, they have four kids together, and then she has two older girls uh, that he legally adopted when they got married. Like, wow. they, were, they they're almost like Kardashian-level family. Big family, full of love full of we thought money um success or that, that that's what they wanted the world to see they had rolls they have they had have rolls royces uh you know the top of the line clothes just, everything yeah it's so, just a little crazy so is this a scam to hide assets or is it a legit divorce if you were a judge right now what would you rule from what you know outside looking in because a judge is not i i would be biased because i know who these people are i've watched them for years if you're the judge in their divorce case and you're objective looking in, objectively looking in to their circumstances. Mm-hmm. What's your ruling right now? Who gets custody and is this legit? I honestly, just for the sake of it being more interesting, I kind <laughs> of think that it is the hiding assets. I think that makes a lot of sense. I definitely can see that being potentially a thing because it's if you if you got yourself into a mess together, you might as well try to help yourselves get out of it. Mm. So mm. you might need to like team up. Well, none of the statements we've made are confirmed. They're all alleged. We're theorizing. We are the rumor mill, rumor mill after all. Spreading rumors. <laughs> well, we're not spreading rumors. We're, we're, we're giving our them. two cents yeah, on, the rumors. on the rumors that are already out there. So if you're going to sue anybody, sue TMZ. Uh, 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 we, we didn't propagate we, the we, stories. We're the rumor mill. It's, Don't come for it's us. It's clear probably that like people from their camps leaked the stories to get ahead of it. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Good luck to them. Good luck to their family. We're moving on. We're moving on. And apparently, so are they. 
Speaking of things that we've watched that the other person hasn't watched. Yeah, we are very like divided in our content. We do. We Except don't watch the same things. Yeah, we like Star Wars together. But, but we really like reality TV movies. I feel like sort we're, of. Yeah. We're very opposite. I just watched, though, the new TMZ documentary on Britney Spears. I want to watch it. I it's only like 45 yet. minutes really? long. It's really not that long. But like also, like, is there really that much to talk about? Maybe. Like, there kind of is. But like, Maybe. it's kind of the same old stuff we've seen from literally every other documentary out there. So like. Because I heard keep it keep it concise. She was really upset about them making another documentary, and actually, her husband went out on Instagram and like put this public message out that you know he hasn't broken his silence because it's Britney's story to tell, and she's working on this memoir that is supposedly coming out soon. But it's I don't I don't think it's been shelved, but it's being put on hold Mm. because there's allegedly two A-listers in the book that have been made aware of what she's going to write about them and they're highly fearful about what she's going to put out. So the publisher is putting it on hold until they can kind of sort it out legally. Yeah. Who would you bet those two A-listers are that are fearful of what she's going to write about them? Now, it could be her dad, but her dad's not an A-lister. Maybe Christina Aguilera. And? And Who did she date in the early 2000s? Oh, Justin Timberlake. That's my guess. That's a good... That makes a lot of sense. What is she going to write about the frenemy and the ex-boyfriend? Yeah. That would be my guess. So I that's a memoir I'm buying. Like, I'll wait outside oh, yeah. of Barnes & Noble when they open. To like, I'll stand book. in line to read that book. Um, but, like, but looking at her Instagram captions, how cohesive is her <laughs> Is writing? her writing going to be? Yeah. Oh, my God. No. Anyway, tell uh, me about this documentary. Okay, what did they so talk about? Were there bombshells? Like, what did you learn? It wasn't anything that we didn't already know or talk about here, which I was kind of proud of us for. I was like, we really, like, kept We've the story com- straight. We really We've have. been on We've top of this thing. everything, things. yeah. But it was, like, it just... They had like a psychologist come in and they had like a different like a relationship expert come in or like a body language specialist or whatever. Like they had those like kind of people like commentating. They had Paul Anka for some fucking reason wait, commentating wait, wait. on Paul, the Freddie Spears. Wait, Paul Anka as in the, the Put your, your head, head on, on my shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> they had him commentating. What I was like, what is going on or no? So that was really funny. <laughs> only tmz it was hilarious but um no but anyone from her family or her camp no it was just like very like i think they had one of their lawyers it was it was it was her what's her ex-husband's name oh oh kevin's uh yeah keyford sutherland that's an actor kevin um fetterline yeah which was kevin's lawyer is reportedly planning on moving himself and britney is his and his kids to hawaii Good luck. That'd be awesome. Well, I'd love to live in Hawaii. Well, yeah, but like, then is she ever going to see him? Because like, I don't think she sees her kids anymore. Like, no, probably publicly. not. And she, she's not expected to contest the moving, apparently, is what I heard about mm-hmm. the whole custody arrangement. That's um, sad for her. But What did we learn? Anything like, so like what was it about? Basically, like, what did they talk about? It was just it's interesting. The moral of the story was Brittany is a very sad human being. And even though she's struggling and doing kind of outlandish things, she's also just a person who's very much grieving the life that she never had. Like, you remember how you were when you were 12 years old, had access to Instagram for the first time. Like, you mm-hmm. posted some weird shit. I posted, you know what my first Instagram post was? Mine was a shoe. <laughs> it was a shoe on a dirty mat. And I said, hey, Instagram. I think it was my first post. That's that's almost better than mine, which was my cat was sitting on the windowsill and I put a Rubik's Cube behind him and he was looking out the window. And my caption was, he's given up on his Rubik's Cube. And I thought, that is how I'm going to introduce myself <laughs> that's to the so world. That's so funny, though. That's actually God, really God, take great. us back to 2012 Instagram. I with know. the blue, like the old aesthetic. Oh, God, it was ugly. And the filters. Yeah. The filters wow. were horrendous. 
God. It was hideous. Anyway, so I she's would a post sad... like sometimes like three or four times a day oh, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's what you did. Yeah. Because it was like, that was like social media. Yeah. Back then. Nobody knew how to do it right back but then. But anyways, so that's she's a why sad, she's person, trying basically. to figure out how to navigate the internet for the first time. And she's got a hundred million followers. So naturally she's, when she's doing her silly, goofy mood stuff, it's not just being seen by her and her 12 friends. It's being seen by the entire internet. And I was like, this girl just needs a spam account. Like somebody, she really does. Like, but it's private and there's no followers and she's not following anybody. Somebody yeah. make it for her and say, here, post on this. Yeah, post whatever you want on this. And if you really like it, you can copy and paste it onto the other page after like three, four days when you yeah. have time to think about it. Because the stuff she posts is bizarre dancing, role play, I don't long have, captions I mean, with emojis. if she wants to sit and dance on the internet, I don't care. But yeah. I think the thing that's the reason why she has such a hard time with her kids genuinely is because she's posting her like nudes on Instagram. Yeah. And, I like, really think that's it. Like, cause I was like watching that. it with, I was watching with three of my male friends and all of them were like, if that dude, could you mom? imagine being in high school and all your friends go, what's up, dude? I just saw your mom's tits last night. Yeah. Like that's literally mortified. exactly how high school mortified. boys act. Like I've, I've watched stuff like that and like, like she posted this video not too long ago and she was crying and she was dancing and she was talking about in her caption just like a release that she had Cue had while the she was dancing. I'm dancing with tears in my eyes. <laughs> but she was like she had a breakdown but she was dancing through the pain or something and I was like if my mom posted this I would be mortified. But but that's everything we've talked about with said in the documentary is that she's never had an experience to learn how to do the internet or how no. to be a public figure without somebody else controlling her. Yeah. And she's been hopped up on drugs for so long that who knows what Who state knows? of mind she's really exactly. in. But also, too, I think that... Lint on your microphone? Yeah. Anyways. God. <clears throat> I think that also, though, I have a couple of points. So, number one, when you're... Because she's bipolar, right? Yeah. Bipolar so, manic. I yeah. So, I'm also bipolar. And so, for me, I know that for myself, a lot of the times in my life when I've been really depressed, the only way I felt like I could get out of it was to trigger manic episode for myself. And then be done with it. And then like, just like be done it. with it. Yeah. You just like, I'm going to get it all out and just purge it and it doesn't really matter. So, I think that that's part of her, maybe potentially part of her problem is if she doesn't have healthy coping mechanisms or a good therapist and where has or she a good guideline. Like, where and where, she, yeah. yeah. When has she ever had that opportunity to yeah. actually be truly safe yeah. and deal with her mental mm-hmm. health never um and she's never had a good weird. support system yeah absolutely and so she i think that there is great potential for her to be like feeling really depressed and spiraling really low so she's trying to like hype herself up on caffeine and not sleep for days well, at a time i did hear that that was one of the headlines that apparently allegedly she like sleeps for days on end and then doesn't she's sleep for days at drinking either. red bulls and caffeinated energy drinks and she's not living a normal life. But what kind of a life do you live if you've been in a mental hospital on lithium for months? Yeah, I don't know. Like what, how do you even like... Like, I, so I know twisted. for me, like I was talking about how like, even just like with myself, like growing up, my parents were very... Like I love my parents to death, but they were very much like the helicopter parents. Like we're going to make every choice for you. And, and so, as an adult, could you imagine your dad as an adult woman, your dad yeah. running your life? And that Traumatic. would be hard. But my point is though, is that if you don't have the opportunity and the ability to make choices and fail and have a support group that supports you as a child, then when you grow up and become an adult, you're not going to be able to know how to make those choices either. And if she's never had a safe place because everyone's always been doing everything for her. Mm. And then when she does make mistakes, it's blown up into yeah. the biggest deal in the world. She's never had a safe way to like experiment and find herself in the world and I think that that's part of the problem as well yeah is that making sense Mm -hmm. and then also she's never learned how to be an adult well 
for a small time, but like her, she was a teenager when she became famous. So like she never grew up into being a normal adult and had a normal job. Yeah. And like, she didn't learn how to grow up and be an adult. Well, I just think that like having to navigate the world of making choices and knowing what like how those acts like actions have consequences especially is really in front difficult. of 100 million people yeah that's so hard to do like i would be mortified if some of the things that i had done while i was trying to figure that out was publicized to 100 million people the entire world and also too i think that for a long time my final point i think that she, new paragraph indentation new paragraph indentation in conclusion in conclusion no not we're not there like we're not to the conclusion okay. paragraph yet we're on we're on point number three okay no you said point four final point here whatever moving on <laughs> this does not matter um she for a long time i think she felt that the only support group that she had was the internet because mm. her family had turned against her her friends had turned but not against her fans her, her but her fans were always there for her and so i think that you have i mean when you were like in high school when you were 15 had did you not have a little group chat with your close friends that you would send well, the stupidest today. even today yeah. you'd send the most stupid photos of yourself with weird captions with saying weird things doing weird stuff just to be funny right Right, and get a laugh or a chuckle out of people. Are you theorizing here that Britney Spears's group chat is the internet? Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. She it's the Brilliant. only place that she feels like she actually has supporters total that will control over what she can say, what she can post, what she can look like. Yep. Everything. And her yeah, her image is 100% controlled her by choice. her now. It's her choice and she knows that no matter what she does, she will always have people that will back her up and love her and support her, which she doesn't get anywhere else. Now, have you seen videos of like people trying to tear apart her wedding for Photoshop or people saying she's dead, it's a clone, or like somebody like will take a dancing video and zoom in on her eyes and be like, here's where the filter of her face came off. Like, I think that's a little wild. Like, I don't think yeah. she's really dead. I don't think that she's been cloned. I... I don't think that everybody that went to her wedding, all the celebrities, like people will watch all the interviews of all the celebrities that went to her wedding to get their different accounts and how they don't line up and how something's fishy. I think that's a little, like in my head as I watch them, I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) they faked her wedding. She's dead. But then like in real life, it's like, I don't think, I don't think so. But then who would have thought that for 13 years she went through what she went through and nobody knew? Who knows anymore? True. It's kind of hard to tell. But I think, I think, yeah, the documentary... I'll probably watch it because like why not when it's I, actually when I it's it's <laughs> not like mind-blowing but it is <laughs> there's some funny moments although I will say some of the ways that they like some of the ways that they talk about mental illness I was like okay yeah chill and then some of the other ways I was like you know I feel you're like you're a little yeah. bit disconnected yeah like I understand that you're trying to empathize with her but it's clear that you've never dealt with the stuff now, that she's dealing there with, was a couple headlines that i read that talked in the documentary about her not ever wanting to perform or do concerts or residencies again mm-hmm. was there any part of that in there like did they talk they about had her? the ending section of the documentary this is partly why they brought paul anka in was to talk about the potential for her career if she chose to re like, oh because i guess he's had to come back on tiktok and he's like here's how i navigated it yeah they were basically just saying like if Britney like she's still one of the most watched yeah. and paid attention to people she's in the world. if she wanted property. to take over the I, world I, I, again wait, hold on. I didn't mean valuable prop I mean like her name is she'll never not be valuable yeah she'll never she'll never be forgotten like she she's is park place. she's literally yeah she's quite literally like top when you top. top of the top like she's easily somebody said in the in the show they were like top three people who could sell out a worldwide tour to this day britney spears is still one of those names. and she could in 20 years and she wouldn't have had to release any music she could go off the grid for 20 years and then show up and be like hey i'm doing a show in new york yeah absolutely. And it would sell and out it would sell out it'll 100%. forever be that way i 
I, I've heard that she's going into the studio and that she wants to work. Like, she doesn't necessarily want to do, like, an album. But I saw some stuff online that she wants to do collaborations, like what she did with Elton John. Mm-hmm. Stuff that I think is fun for her. That, yeah. like, it doesn't have to be traumatic, like, the process of making an album or going through that process again, which probably is hard. And she hasn't done it alone without her dad's input for years and years and years. So to go in the studio and make songs that she thinks are fun or to do collaborations with people, do I think that she'll ever... I want to say, like, sure, she'll go on a tour again. But, like, is she ever going to, like, get out on a tour bus and do a 50-city tour again? I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that would be too triggering and... Exhausting she's not. She doesn't want to be a workhorse anymore. And she did that in Vegas for so many years that... I don't think it's I like I, I don't think, think she's gonna have foresee... this come back and, and be performing on the Grammys with a new album and, and like she'll be back forever. Like I I don't see it. I could see her doing like a tell all album of some kind where like you remember how Kesha a book, an interview an album. Well or remember how Kesha after she broke ways with that one. Oh, producer Dr. Who, Luke. And yeah. then she came back. She came back, she it? released yeah. an album about it. It was an, a phenomenal album with beautiful songs. Yeah. And then she did her tour or whatever, but like And now it was, she releases music and she, it's it's back to normal. Yeah. I, I think you know there is potential for Britney to do that. Some of but what some people were saying is that she could explore potentially different genres. They mentioned both country and EDM. Which I was like, I can't see Britney doing country. I could see her doing country, but why? Well, yeah, she's, like she's a for pop what star. reason? Like, she's an iconic pop star. I could see yeah. her jumping into EDM because she likes to dance. And like, I yeah. think that she dance wants music. to, yeah, I House, think for her, pop, like, yeah, to kind of jump into that might be really fun. She might really enjoy it because she'd be able to, if she wanted to perform, she'd be able to perform well yeah. to an EDM song. Yeah. But pop is, she's the queen of pop. But, like, but think about like, okay, her pop. like costumes dance numbers set lists like she's done it for so long in her life that either she's never going to do it again and she'll just be kind of like this presence out there that is there but she's not living her former pop star life anymore Mm -hmm. like she's kind of given up hollywood she'll move to spain with amber heard yeah to quit hollywood or eventually like kesha she will come back and she'll be back but i think the difference is, is that kesha went through a traumatic experience as did britney but Brittany was drugged. And I don't think that she's the same person that she was yeah. 20 years ago. Because how could you be? I don't think Like, you really, could. how could you be? Yeah. Um, also, too, they talked about... So there's two other things I wanted to bring up. So number one, they two talked about points. her relationship with her kids and, like, mm. all the volatile stuff that's happened. Yeah. And I genuinely think that when she gets, like, in those, like, rage frenzies or whatever, however her kids have described it, I genuinely think that she's having a trauma response because her kids, the way that they're treating her, the way they're being dismissive or condescending or being having attitude, which are just things that teenagers do, um, I think that it reminds her of her dad or of her mom or of her sister or of her old doctor or producer or whatever, and she's having a trauma response to that and isn't, aware of herself or the situation enough to either a recognize that that's happening or b she doesn't have the skills and coping mechanisms to do anything well, what has she ever learned to be a normal parent like she's been followed by paparazzi she you know she's been through this divorce she has to share custody her dad would control everything when did she ever learn to be a normal parent how do you learn to be a normal parent how like how does kids? anybody no. raise kids like that's the fucking hardest thing you could ever sign yourself up to do and point two of two and point two of two they talked about her relationship with sam and how mm. they literally said quote we don't think that sam is equipped to date britney spears 
Cause see, that's another thing I see on social media is that he's like a fake. He's a he's a spy planted in there by her dad. But then I you went know, on to Britney's Instagram, and she just had posted, and she just posted first time hanging morning. with one of my hubby's friends. My boys are at that awkward age where I haven't been able to shoot them for four years. Sam is sort of slay about it too. I roll, I roll, I roll. Happy emoji and sad face. It was cool to make contact yesterday, and it's a video of like them hanging out. And then Sam posted a few days ago hike with my woman. Yeah. And that's so still they up. seem like they're happy and they're good for each other. I like Sam. It seems like he's genuinely no a reason really to good not like guy. him. But I get the internet speculation because the paranoia is everywhere. So obviously yeah. he's gonna be at the center of it. But I think at this point she's so free that if if there was something shady about him, she would have she dumped would, him already. She would she could break it off because there's no repercussion. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brittany, good luck. Fucking good luck, girly. Best of luck to you. We and I want to be optimistic, okay. but Ugh. sometimes I scroll through those videos and I'm like, she's friggin' nuts. I'm like, <laughs> you I'll say scroll. that every time. Like, it's hard not to because it's not how, it's not how a normal celebrity, which I, I have to get out of that mindset because she's not a normal celebrity. She's not just a celebrity, but you watch some of it and you're, it's just like, I can't believe I'm watching this. And that I have I know. access to this. Yeah. This, I'm like, I feel like I sh- this should be like, if I was in like her private circle, yeah. this is what I would get to see. But somehow the entire internet is seeing it right now. Has access to it. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. Is it's I'd rather just have like, access I think, no access to know that she's okay and at least she's doing what she wants to do or whatever. Yeah. I think yeah. at the end of the day, like they said in the, in the documentary, Brittany has lived a very sad life and she's a very sad woman. And it doesn't mean that she's pathetic or that she's less than because she's not. She's an incredible well, she's woman. She she's has an a incredible supporter or to performer. Yeah. Like, but that's the other thing is at the end of it, she's a performer. She yeah. wants to perform. And when she's posting on social media, she's trying to do the one thing she knows that she's good at, which, which is, is perform. perform and get attention and get people to pay attention to her and like her and love her and follow her and like her videos and engage and she's great at that. Like, yeah. she's fantastic at it, even if she's doing it in ways that are damaging to her potential private relationships. Well, speaking of performers, two performers, in fact, that we got <laughs> we got to close the show out with. Are we surprised that Chris Brown is involved in something like this? He's always involved in something. No, we're but not But I'm surprised that Usher is involved because Usher, I thought, was, you know, living his Best STD life. life. STD you know, life. Isn't, isn't he the famous singer that has all the STDs? Google it really. Just ask Siri. Like he's famous for having like all these STDs. I I thought that's. I don't mean to be mean. Allegedly, I just thought that he was the the guy that they all talk about that like has all the STDs. Usher seats dismissal of herpes suit, saying plaintiff knew of unprotected risks. Hang on. See, I think I was right. Three accusers to file suit against Usher for failing to close alleged STD. See, see, I knew what I was talking about. What? Well, he's bisexual. Lawsuit claims Usher failed to warn two women and one man about herpes. Interesting. Interesting. But his wife has something to say. Oh, I'm sure she does. (laughs) I'm sure that she does. (laughs) And what is it? I mean, here's the thing. It's like... Wait, what is it? What does his wife have to say? Oh, pull it up. You can't just say that and then not say what it is. Oh, I'm sorry. I vaguely remember this lawsuit now. It kind of like destroyed his public image and it wasn't that long ago. Where did he go? So many. She only had one thing to say. Get this. People are people living our lives. When it asked to elaborate, she said, that's it. Bye. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Herpes is not that big of a deal. Most people actually have herpes. And for most people, it's benign. Did you know that? You probably have herpes Bye. and don't even know. Don't tell that to me. You probably have herpes and don't even know it. 
Probably. I, don't, I mean, I'm, most people are I'm actually a lot of people a are a lot of people are ace. Actually, I know I don't because I get tested regularly, but I know that for a lot of people, they um, I'm just saying this is important to talk about. No, you know what else is important? Chris Brown giving Usher a bloody nose. At a Did he really want Usher's blood on his ring. hands? I'm just saying. Like, that shit could be infected. I don't know. Does, see, he just, does he have any open wounds? Does Chris Brown have any open wounds on his hands? He might want to go get checked. I don't. Well, let, me tell you, let me tell you what happened. I, I'm just being mean. But, let's, like, for real, like, like herpes a, is not that big of okay, a deal. Okay, what a, just a wild, wild experiment we call life. When I wake up and read a headline that says, Chris Brown reportedly jumped Usher at a skate rink birthday party. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I just want to lead with that. That's hilarious. (laughs) What a life we all get to live. People are people. Let me see that article. I want to see that. No, I'm going to give you the details because I have read this actually. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to tell you all about it. Okay. So this story originally broke on TMZ because they have a photo of what looks to be, I'll show you the photo, uh, Chris Brown and Usher arguing over an R&B I love the birthday and oh the, yeah, the balloons. The balloons. Is that a literal child right no, there? No, that's a Tayana Taylor, oh. an R&B singer, and they were allegedly oh. fighting over or about her, and then things got physical. So here's this okay. is this is a headline from. Are we Vulture. in high school? Like we're throwing punches over a God. woman? Well, Chris Brown has a rap sheet. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, he beat up Rihanna. Like fuck that guy. He's okay. not a good man. So I mean, and a lot of other people like. We could I don't be, like Chris Brown. For all we know, we could be on that rap sheet. I mean, it's basically everybody in the world. Um, so here, here's the article. Maybe they shouldn't be calling it Lovers and Friends Festival, which just was just in Las Vegas. Everybody was there. It was in Vegas. Why didn't we go? Christina was there. Oh. Usher was there. Chris Brown was there. Everybody was I, there. Do we, we want to see Chris Brown? No. I want to see all the people. Well, Kim was there. All, all the good people were there. Okay. Um, uh, oh, because just hours before Usher and Chris Brown were set to perform separate sets at the R&B and hip-hop event, the two appeared to get in a fight at a nearby Las Vegas roller rink. Hollywood Unlocked first reported that Brown allegedly, quote, jumped Usher. Brown was Mm. celebrating his 34th birthday at the rink into the early hours of May 6th, and he reportedly tried at one point to talk to singer-turned-actor Tayana Taylor, who was ignoring him. Uh, Yes, both Usher and Taylor were caught celebrating repeat violent offender Chris Brown's birthday they even sang to him. Because a lot of people, like, get in trouble by the internet, like, that do, that still work with Chris Brown, yeah. Like there's there's kind of a, a Well, yeah, because he's not a good person. Like why do you want to be associated with him? I don't want to be associated with him. Yeah. He does make good music though, but I digress. Um I digest, you know. Controversial yet brave. Separate the art from the artist. No, not necessarily true. It's one thing if it's like Okay, like this artist is like spiritually or politically affiliated in a way that I disagree with, but I still like their music. That's Get one thing. But your if you're literally horse. committing crimes that are abusive and doing heinous yeah. acts of physical violence against other human beings, nobody has ever forgiven him for the Rihanna situation. Good, but like, why are people still working and, with him? Though? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a lot. It's a lot. But TMZ later obtained a few seconds of video, which I showed you a picture from, in which Brown appears to yell to a sitting Taylor before Usher steps in to try and calm him down. Per both outlets, uh, Hollywood Unlocked and TMZ, this made Brown mad and he left with his group. Usher followed. Reportedly only after unlacing his skates first, of course. Gotta take the skates off before you fight. You can't fight in the skates. It would just be silly. That would be so silly. Um, and allegedly oh went God. to meet Brown and company behind some buses parked outside. Both outlets reported Usher left with a bloody nose. 
As for what started the fight, TMZ went on to report it was over Brown's scrapped Michael Jackson tribute, which was originally planned for last year's American Music Awards. Brown reportedly blamed Taylor for the cancellation for some reason, and he was confronting her about that. Yes, the AMAs were nearly six months ago. No, they couldn't at least fight over an important award show like the Grammys. Vulture, don't come for the AMAs like that. So That's funny. I mean, I guess the beef seems legit, but... They had to fight it out behind a roller rink. That's just so ridiculous. So middle school. Also, like, how old is he turning? I haven't seen Stranger Things. Ever? I've seen like the first episode once. (laughs) I'm going to take you behind the roller rink and beat you up. (laughs) Um, I I just like, like, at a roller rink? Yeah, that's a little crazy. Like, come on. (laughs) God. An usher left with a bloody nose. Yeah, it's a little bit. So Chris Brown won. I guess. How do you feel about that? I mean, are we surprised that we know Chris Brown can throw a punch? No. 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 Um, good luck to these men and their egos. Because that yeah. is unfortunate. Good luck to Usher. Yeah, with the bloody Sorry nose. Sorry about your nose. I have wished no luck to Chris Brown. No? No, I have no Not I have no goodwill for him. It was his 30... I mean, imagine being at your 34th birthday party, which number one is at a roller rink. Because that's where I want to have my 34th... I can't speak today. 34th birthday party. Yeah. I mean, that's where I want to have it, right? And then I'm going to go out behind it, behind some buses in the back in Las Vegas. And beat somebody and up. And beat somebody up. Too old Insane. for this. Too old for this. It's getting to be like embarrassing like Will Smith. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting weird. We're too old for this now. Yeah. Come on. Let's it's move on. It's getting weird. Well, I think that that's everything cycling through the rumor mill this week. We killed that. We, we've is. established all the things. We've talked about all it all. Things. Yeah. The um, things and issues, stuff. Toxic singers. Toxic royals. We, we talk about Toxic it all. us. If you'd like to see more of us, though, you can find us on Instagram at the Rumor Mill Pod. You can find us on Twitter at TRM Updates, on TikTok at the Rumor Mill, and, and we on post YouTube. I, on YouTube because we post new episodes every week. We post new episodes every Friday. We are always bringing down the latest entertainment news. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, and you can also watch on YouTube and Spotify. And we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>